The following pre-recorded program is paid for by Carla Swanigan Ministries. Get ready to experience and receive the grace you long for from the heart of God. Welcome to Scandalous Grace with Carla Swanigan. Carla is a wife and mother, international speaker, minister, and engaging storyteller known for her transparency with an impactful testimony of how God has transformed her own life. Her desire is to connect you with the heart of God and the truth of how he truly loves and sees you. If you're hurt, if you're broken, if you yearn for God's love and acceptance, let the healing begin. Now, here's Carla Swanigan. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Scandalous Grace. I am Carla Swanigan, and this is the show where we leave religion out of it and just bring Jesus. I am so glad you're joining us and tuning into the show today. Today, I want to talk about doors of opportunity. And the reason I bring that up is because even in my own life right now, I've got a couple of situations where I'm like, hmm, is this God making a way for me or is he even calling me to this? You know, and I've had situations in the past where I feel like it's something God's calling me to. It's an opportunity he's given me, but I'm really scared to step through that door. And I just want to confirm. I just want to make sure it's God. So I don't know if you've got situations in your life right now that you're praying about for um, God to open a door of opportunity to you, perhaps. Or maybe it's a situation that you're asking God to confirm that this is, in fact, him, you know, making a way for you and opening that door. You just want to be sure that it's God. You know, I'll say that a lot of times. I'm like, I just want to know for sure, for certain, for absolute, you know. It reminds me of that story in the Bible. Um, who was it? Gideon. He's like, okay, if this is really you, God, I'm going to put this fleece out and I want you to get it wet. And then I want you to make it dry. Like he gave him like three different situations that he wanted God to do. And God met him in all of those confirmations because he's such a good father. And that brings me to um, the main verse today. If you've got your Bibles, turn with me in the New Testament. We're going to be in James chapter one, James chapter one, verse five. And it says this, if any of you lacks wisdom, you should ask God who gives generously to all without finding fault and it will be given to you. So that's that whole, you know, is this you, God, is this really a situation, um, a circumstance, an opportunity that you're asking me to take? You know, I just want to be sure, you know, maybe, um, it's a big decision. Maybe, like I said, it's about a career change maybe, or, um, maybe just accepting, an, uh, an upgrade in your career, a promotion. You want to be sure it's God, or maybe it's a smaller decision. You know, maybe you're praying about a relationship, you know, maybe you feel like God's asking you to reach out to somebody or, um, maybe even bringing an end to a relationship, you know, whatever it is, whatever opportunity you feel like is in front of you. I want you to know that it tells us right here in the word in James chapter one, verse five, that God is the one who gives us wisdom and that we should, in fact, ask him for it. You know, I want to read it to you from the Passion Translation. That was the ESV. I read it to you from first, I believe, but I want to read it to you from the Passion. It says it this way. And if anyone longs to be wise, ask God for wisdom and he will give it. He won't see your lack of wisdom as an opportunity to scold you over your failures, but he will overwhelm your failures with his generous grace. And I love that because it's like, God's not going to be mad for you asking. God's not going to be mad or frustrated with you that you just don't automatically know what you're supposed to do. Um, it's an opportunity for him to pour out his grace and his wisdom on you. And he wants to do that. He always 
wants to give us wisdom. You know, it says a little further on in James chapter three, verse 17, but the wisdom that comes from heaven is first of all, pure, then peace, loving, considerate, submissive, full of mercy and good fruit, impartial and sincere. And I love that because I'm like, okay, God's way is going to be pure. I'm going to have peace. You know, God's got it all figured out. Um, it's going to be full of mercy and good fruit. So that's one way to always know that God wants to give us wisdom. You're going to have that peace that comes from getting his wisdom. But first you have to ask, okay, if that door's in front of you, don't just look at that door and be like, Hmm, okay. Should I open this door? Is this for me? I don't know. Don't try to figure it out on your own. Ask, don't just stand there in front of that door. Um, being indecisive, make a decision, but ask God to give you wisdom first. Um, I'll tell you, gosh, I have a perfect example of this. Several years ago, I saw an opportunity, a trip was being offered to sign up for through God TV. I think it was, yeah, through God TV to take a trip to Israel. And the first time I saw the commercial advertising the trip, I felt the Holy Spirit all over that. Like I got all tingly and excited and I just had this desire to go on this trip to Israel. I had never been anywhere at the time. I think I'd been to Mexico maybe and that was it, but I'd certainly never been to any other faraway country like that. And I got so excited and I felt like the Holy Spirit impressed upon me that I was supposed to sign up for that trip that I was supposed to go. So I got really excited. I started praying about it. I prayed about it for a while before I even mentioned it to my husband. But every time I would see a commercial for it, you know, or an email or an advertisement about it, I would just get so excited. And so finally I mentioned it to John, my husband, and, and it, he was really hesitant. He's like, I don't know, you know, John had spent several years in the air force and he had been to several different countries in the middle East. And, and this was when there was, you know, quite a bit of unrest going on in the Middle East at the time. And he's like, I just don't feel comfortable with you going over there. I don't think it's safe. I, you know, it's just, it's a hard no. And so I was like, okay. So that was kind of a Debbie downer for me and busted my bubble a little bit, but I just prayed. I gave it to the Lord. I was like, God, if you want me to go on this trip, I'm trusting you to make a way, you know, you speak to John about it. And if you want me to go, you'll confirm it with him. So I kind of did my Gideon thing. You know, I was like, if I'm supposed to go, you'll, you'll speak to John and, and you'll get him on board with it. And several weeks again went by and I just kept praying and, um, you know, just believe in God for it. And then I had a friend say to me, well, like, I don't know if that's God, you know, that he would send you, you know, pretty much on the other side of the world to a place you've never been before all by yourself with a bunch of people you don't know. Like, mm, I don't know that. I don't know if that's a God thing. You know, that might just be something that you're wanting to do, but I don't know if that's God. And I was like, oh, okay, well, I mean, I need to pray about that. Um, you're right. Maybe it doesn't make sense. So then I got into that whole, there I was standing in front of the open door, but I wasn't asking God about it. I was just trying to figure it out on my own. You know, I was putting my own mind to it and saying, well, logically, you know, I guess you're right. I don't know anybody. I've never been there. I, I would need to get a passport. Like there's a lot of reasons why this is probably not God. This just doesn't make any sense. But then I remember that verse and I felt like in my Bible study that morning that the Holy Spirit really highlighted it to me. Isaiah 55 verse eight that says, for my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are my ways, your ways declares the Lord. 
And he goes on to say, you know, my ways and my thoughts are higher than your thoughts. You know, you may not understand what God's doing all the time, but that doesn't mean it's not God. Okay. Does that make sense? Um, God's always looking ahead, always doing what's best for us and thinking higher than us and higher than we can understand. So after I read that verse, I just submitted the whole thing. I put it back to the Lord and just said, okay, God, it's in your hands. If you want me to do this, you know, just, just confirm it once again. And sure enough, shortly after that, John came to me and he was like, I think you're right. I think God's put it on your heart to go to Israel. I think you're supposed to be brave and go. I think you should get your passport. So that was the next step. So I took a step of faith and, and went and registered for my passport and, and got the money paid for that. And I was super excited. And then I had some friends come to me again and say, you know what? It's really dangerous over there right now. And I think you need to wait and go when you go with our church group. You don't know these people. You need to wait until you go with a group of people that can protect you if something happens and that you're familiar with. You you know, you're going to a country you don't know and you're not going to know anybody on the trip. And it's just it's just not a good idea. So I got back into that place again. You guys have standing in front of that door, needing wisdom and asking God, is this an opportunity that you've given me? I know now that, you know, your thoughts are not my thoughts and your ways are are higher than my ways, Lord. But now I'm kind of scared. You know, I'm not sure that I want to go. And I got into a place of fear. You guys, I pretty much talked myself out of going. My passport came in the mail and I opened it and, you know, put the passport up and I just, I just put the, made the decision in my heart that I was going to lose my deposit on the trip, that I probably wasn't going to go. And that, you know, maybe this wasn't God. It just was too scary. It's too much of an unknown. There were too many steps that I couldn't see who, who's going to be over there when I get there. Am I going to make friends? It's two weeks in another country. Am I going to like the food? Is it going to be safe? Is it going to be dangerous? You know, am I going to be able to sleep? Just all those kind of things started coming to me. And, um, I kind of just lost sight of what God's purpose in it was for me. And the fact that God had already confirmed to me in several ways that he was calling me to go. And so I just put it aside and it came down to the day of the deadline to pay the rest of the money and to send in like a copy of your passport, right? To prove that you had your passport. And so I just told my husband, I was like, you know, I don't, I don't know that I'm supposed to go. And I'd been telling him that for days and And he just said, Carla, you know what? You're the only one that knows that you're the one that God spoke to. I feel like he put it on my heart that you are supposed to go. And, and I know that if God's sending you over there, he's going to protect you and you can trust him. And I feel like this would be an amazing opportunity that God's giving you to, to go and walk where Jesus walked and, you know, be where Jesus was and see the Bible come alive. And so I just prayed about it and I was like, well, I don't know. And then I went to go get my passport. And you guys, I couldn't find my passport anywhere. And so I'm looking all everywhere. I thought I put it. I couldn't find it. I'm tearing the house apart, looking for this passport because the deadline to get it in, you know, is that night. And I'm like, I, I can't even find my passport. Oh my gosh. Now I'm not going to be able to go. I have to turn in a copy of it tonight. And John's like, well, wait a minute. Hold up. I thought you were changed your mind. You didn't want to go. And I just started crying. You guys, I was like, no, I know I'm supposed to go. I know I'm supposed to go. And right after I said, I know I'm supposed to go. I know this is God. I know I'm supposed to go. I felt the Holy Spirit just impress on me. Your passport is in your jewelry drawer. And sure enough, I went over to my jewelry drawer where I 
you know, I guess I had put it when it came in and I opened the drawer because I'd already checked there and it wasn't there. I opened the drawer and it wasn't there. But then I bent down and looked in the back of the drawer and right there in that lip where things can get caught up in the back of your drawers and your dresser, my passport was stuck to the back of that lip back there. And it had been there the whole time. And you guys, the minute I saw it, I was so relieved. And I was like, I'm going to Israel. This is happening. I'm doing it. I'm going to be brave. I'm going to take this opportunity to step out in faith with God and do something awesome. But it was almost like I didn't know for sure I wanted to go until that door was closing. You know, when I was, when I couldn't find the passport and, and the situation was kind of skeptical whether or not I was going to be able to go. That's when I knew I really wanted to go. And I just encourage you guys, don't quit asking God. He doesn't get mad. You know, it says in Proverbs 19, verse 8, the one who gets wisdom loves life. The one who cherishes understanding will soon prosper. And it goes on to say in Proverbs 16, 16, how much better to get wisdom than gold, to get insight rather than silver. And that's what had happened for me in that situation. I'm standing in front of that door of opportunity to take this trip of a lifetime. And first, I'm, I'm sure that I'm supposed to go and then I'm not. You know, and the whole time I'm just praying and asking God to give me wisdom, give me discernment, confirm this to me that this is an opportunity that you're giving me, Lord, even when it didn't make sense. Sure. Going by myself. Never been there. Don't know what's going to happen when I get there. I don't have all the answers, but it was still God. You guys, I went on that trip and it was the most amazing time of my life. I learned so much. I met some of the most amazing people that I never would have had the opportunity to meet from all over the world. And on top of that, I got to walk in Jesus's footsteps. I got to walk in Jerusalem. I got to um, follow in his steps, you know, to the cross. I got to see the places where he was. I got to see the places like Capernaum and, and all the other places where Peter and the other disciples, I got to see the Red Sea. Um, I mean the Dead Sea and just cool things like that. I got to go to those places and it really does make the Bible come alive. So side note, if you ever have an opportunity to go to Israel, do it. Okay. Um, I know there's a trip coming up with Brian and Candace Simmons, the passion translation people that they go to Israel a couple of times every year. And I'm just praying, God, take me to Israel again. I can't wait to go back because it's been over a decade since I was there and I would love to go again, but I encourage you whatever door of opportunity that God's putting in your life right now, if you're scared, if you're unsure, stop, like it tells us in our scriptures from James, ask him, is this a door of opportunity for you, Lord, that that you're putting in my life, that you're opening for me. He's not scared of your questions, you guys. And just like it shows us in the Old Testament with Gideon, he's not scared for you to ask him for confirmation. He's not annoyed by that, okay? He wants to relate to you. This is a relationship. It is not a religion, okay? God loves you. He wants to be in relationship with you. He wants you to ask him things. He wants to tell you things. He wants to have conversations with you. He wants to confirm stuff. He wants to point you in the right right direction. He wants to give you comfort and reassurance. He wants to give you clarity and wisdom. If it's not from him, if it's not something he's calling you to, he wants to help talk you through that. He wants to point you in the right direction because he is partnering with you. He's in relationship with you. You are his son or his daughter and he loves you and he cares about the things that you care about and the things that are on your heart matter to him. It's important to him that you seek him for those things that you don't just stand in front of that door of opportunity frozen and unsure and back and forth, not knowing what to do. He wants you to ask him for the help. You know, it tells us in Proverbs chapter four, verse seven, there's so many good things in Proverbs about wisdom. I have personally been reading Proverbs chapter two a lot 
um, just asking God for wisdom. It has some great verses. If you have a chance, check that out. I'm not going to read those on the air today, but that's what something I've been doing in my devotional in the mornings is just reading Proverbs chapter two, um, the first few verses over myself and just saying them back to God and declaring them over my life. But it says in Proverbs four, verse seven, the beginning of wisdom is this get wisdom though. It costs all you have get understanding. It's totally worth it. And then it goes on um, further back actually in verse five of chapter four, it says, get wisdom, get understanding. Do not forget my words or turn away from them. And then it says in 11 verse 11 of chapter four, I instruct you in the way of wisdom and lead you along straight paths. He's not going to lead you the wrong way. You guys, He's going to lead you in the way that you should go. He tells us over and over in the word that he gives us wisdom and he leads us in the way that we should go. So, you know, my question to you today is what door of opportunity is in front of you? You know, what's God leading you to? What do you feel like is God? You're not sure if it's God, you know, what's he saying to you right now? What's he putting on your heart? What's he asking you to talk with him about? You know, do you need to sit down and have a conversation and say, God, is this you? Can you confirm that this is me? Um, I'll tell you a recent situation that I know for sure it was the Lord and it was a very unique way. This is, this has never happened to me before. It was very different than the Israel trip opportunity. Um, recently, and I think I've talked about this a little bit on a previous show, but recently I had just started doing scandalous grace, just started doing the radio program and, um, one of the program directors came in to me and said, Hey, I have a question for you. And when he said that, I was like, okay, you know what? And he said, um, do you want to host our live show this afternoon? You know, we need a substitute host. The regular host can't be here today. And I was like, oh gosh. Um, and right after he asked the question while I was like, you know how everything happens in slow motion when something catches you off guard? Cause I was totally caught off guard. I had never hosted anything by myself and I'd certainly never done anything live and I could feel the adrenaline and I could feel myself like step, getting into fear right away, you know, like, oh gosh. But before my thoughts could even fully go there, as clear as a bell, the Holy Spirit said it into my spirit, I am opening a door of opportunity before you and I want you to walk through it. I want you to walk through it. So I just looked at him and I was like, yes, <laughs> I'll do it. You know, I took that little beat, that pause. I listened to the to the Holy spirit. And, um, even though it was scary for me to say yes, and I didn't exactly even know what I was fully saying yes to, I said, yes, because I knew that that was, I mean, he said it as plain as day. You guys, I am placing a door of opportunity before you and I want you to walk through it. And so that, that made it a lot easier. I didn't have to do like what I did with the Israel trip and do, you know, 32 different prayers to God for confirmation. This came straight from the Lord in advance telling me this is me, Carla. And I want you to do this. And so just hearing that from the Lord gave me the faith and the courage to say yes. And I'll tell you what, you guys, it also gave me the faith and the courage several hours later when it was time for that show to go live and to be in that studio all by myself, just me and Jesus sitting there and do that for the first time all alone. I kept saying to myself, God told you to do this. So he's equipped you to do this. God told you to do this. So he's equipped you to do this. You've got whatever it takes because he's here with you. And I just did a lot of self-talk. You know, you guys hear me talk about that on the show. Sometimes you just have to give yourself a pep talk. You have to um, remind yourself of who God is and who God says you are especially when you're standing in front of a really big, scary door. 
but it helps so much if you know that you know that you know, like I did in that situation, that that was a door that God wanted me to walk through. And I did it. And that opened, you know, other doors of opportunity to me. And I'm so glad I did it. And did I do it full of faith and courage and fearless? Nope. Absolutely not. My knees were shaken. I think my hands were shaken. My voice, I'm sure, was shaken that first time. But I tell you what, after I was done, I was so glad I did it. I was so glad that I heeded the voice of the Lord. I was so glad that I said yes to that door of opportunity he placed in front of me. And I was so grateful to him that he told me in advance that it was his door and that he was the one that was opening it. And that is a good reminder for all of us. You know, when he puts those doors in front of you and you know, from the get go, you know, from the start that it's God, you guys, I cannot encourage you enough. Don't hesitate. Then if you know, for sure, it's the Lord walk through that door, because the longer we linger, the more opportunity we give for our own thoughts to be full of fear and self doubt, feeling like we're not equipped. You know, if I'd had a long time to think about that, I probably would have talked myself out of it. If I hadn't heard from the Lord that it was him doing it. It gave me the courage to say yes and to step into it. And the other way, when you stand there and you have self-doubt and you give yourself time to, what do I call it, um, overthink it and maybe the paralysis of analysis like we've talked about before, um, every time you guys, you'll have all kinds of um, doubt creep in and you'll even have people like I did in my situation that are really looking out for you. They're full of wisdom. They want to give you advice, but it may not be the advice that God's given you. You know, it may be coming from a place of fear, like it was in my situation with the Israel trip where people were just worried about my well-being. They were worried about my safety. And I get that. And I appreciate that. But that's not what God told me to do. Right. So just remember that scripture from Isaiah 55, eight, his thoughts are not our thoughts and his ways are higher than our ways. And we may not always understand it, but he's got the best for us. You know, like it says in Jeremiah 29, 11, his plans for us are good. They're to prosper us and benefit us and bless us. Because ultimately that's who God is. He's our father and he's a really good father. He always has the best for us. So I just want to read that verse from Proverbs to you again. Proverbs 4, 11, I instruct you in the way of wisdom and lead you along straight paths. He will lead you in the way you should go. You guys, if you're not sure if you've got a door you're looking at and you're like, is this you God? Is it not? Ask him. He'll tell you and he'll confirm his answer to you over and over. He's so faithful to do that. Don't be afraid to ask him, but also if he tells you from the jump that it's him, go for it. You guys don't hesitate because you're just setting yourself up for doubt and, and all those other things that I mentioned. I'm so glad I said yes to hosting that show. Now, um, God is so good and, and has given me the opportunity to, to host, you know, several more times. And I'm so grateful for that because it's so fun to be able to, to minister live to people on the air and, um, do more of what I do here on this show. That's super fun. So I'm just super grateful to God for that, but I I wouldn't have been able to have that opportunity if I had not listened to the voice of the God of the Lord, God telling me to open that door and go through it, that it was him. So I encourage you go through those doors. You guys ask him and then walk through it. Be brave. Even if you like me and you got a shaky voice and knock your knees, do it anyway. He's with you. And you'll be so glad that you did step out in faith and let God meet you there. He's already gone ahead of you anywhere that you're going to go. He's already been there. You're not alone. He is with you. You know, before I pray for you, I want to say, speak Ephesians 117 over you today. It's Ephesians 117. 
I keep asking that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the glorious Father, may give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation so that you may know him better. So I just want to pray for all of you right now. And I'm going to pray straight from that verse. Father, in Jesus name, I lift up everybody listening. I pray God that you would give them the spirit of wisdom and revelation so that they would know you better, God, but also they would know your heart for them in this situation. Lord, I pray for those open doors that you've placed in their life, those doors of opportunity, Lord, as we are Heading into these new seasons and new beginnings, Lord, that you help us be brave and courageous and step out into the things that you're calling us to, Lord. Confirm it to us that it's you, Lord. Um, give us peace and courage where we need courage. And Lord, when there's times that we don't understand that, it, you know, we're not sure, just come and speak your wisdom and your revelation to us, Lord. I thank you that you care about every detail of our lives and that you have great, great plans for us. I pray all these things in the mighty name of Jesus our Lord and Savior. Thank you, God. Amen. You guys, I pray doors of opportunity like crazy for you in this season. I pray that you'll be brave and go through them. And I bless you in those doors of opportunity. Thanks for tuning into the show. You can email me at scandalousgrace at carlaswanigan.com. And you can find out more about us in this ministry at carlaswanigan.com. And remember, leave religion out of it and just bring Jesus. We hope you were blessed by today's episode of Scandalous Grace with Carlos Swanigan. Please go to carlaswanigan.com to listen to podcasts, see where Carla will be speaking, and to find out about all of Carla Swanigan Ministries' resources, including her video devotional series. Scandalous Grace with Carla Swanigan is a listener-supported radio ministry outreach. We depend on your prayers and donations. Please go to carlaswanigan.com for ways you can partner with Carla in reaching listeners with God's love and grace. Please join us again next Saturday at 4 p.m. for Scandalous Grace with Carla Swanigan.